Hey everyone, it is Nick here. Happy Monday. The sun is shining in the UK. It is an awesome day. I hope you are all well and business is thriving. Today we are going to talk about a topic which I think is very, very simple once you get your head around it. But like a lot of things in my old world of private equity, it can get confused, it can be viewed as complex, and it doesn't need to be. And it's a concept that you have to understand, particularly if you're in the game of scaling a business, and particularly if you want to sell your business one day. Because what I'm going to go through with you today is one of the most important principles in private equity for how we create a high-value business. In fact, I'd go as far as to say it is the core principle of private equity. And if you can understand this, not only will it help you when you get ready to exit your business, which I know a lot of you want to do, but it's going to give you the experience, the firepower, the knowledge, whatever you want to call it, to be able to have a robust conversation, dare I say it, negotiation with the person that may eventually buy you, particularly if that is a private equity firm. Right, you with me? Have I have I sold the idea or the concept well enough at this point? I hope so. Today we are talking about multiple arbitrage. Okay, so what is multiple arbitrage? Well, it is a fancy phrase, and let's be honest, it sounds very, very impressive, doesn't it? Multiple arbitrage. But it's for a simple idea. It is effectively increasing the value of a company between buying and selling it absent of any operational improvements. And I'm going to kind of go into that in a little bit more detail. Now, if you go back to where did the the term arbitrage come from, it actually came from buying and selling gold. And it was an, an interesting story that goes back in the day, back to sort of gold bullion time, where you would buy some gold uh, on one exchange and you would sell it on another exchange without even polishing it. And there would be a higher price because the value of that gold at the second exchange was higher. And that increasing of value was the arbitrage point. Okay. Now, this supposes, therefore, that the market for gold is imperfect. And therefore, the price disparity is really what is in the eye of the beholder. And it's a good analogy for what we talk about in terms of buying and selling businesses, because that is very true, even though a lot of people will try and get everything back to a financial calculation. The value deemed quite often by the multiple of the profit of a business is very much in the eye of the beholder because it's partly about what the value of the business is worth at the time of the acquisition, but it's also about what value can be unlocked by the acquirer when that business is brought into a different ecosystem. Okay, so let me go through a couple of things here. I'm going to talk about three instances first where you know a multiple arbitrage strategy is effective and powerful. The first one is where you are stringing together what we call bolt-ons to grow size. So bolt-on acquisitions, right? So I've talked a lot about size and scale mattering now in business more than ever before. There's a lot of consolidation of businesses. If you're a small business, there's high risk being small. So you're better off trying to become part of a bigger entity in whatever way you think, right? But the whole playbook of private equity is buying a portfolio company, sometimes called a platform, and then bolting on other businesses around that platform to grow size. And as you start to increase the size, as you start to increase, therefore, the value, you are effectively creating or putting together what is called a multiple arbitrage strategy. Because when you sell the bigger entity, so the 
all the parts together, that is going to be worth more than the individual parts more often than not. Okay, and that is that is the core of private equity, and that's why when a business gets acquired by a PE firm, the number one strategy for growth for value is more acquisitions. Okay. The second thing or the second reason why you may think or consider a arbitrage strategy is if you are repositioning the business, the target as we call it, in a more buoyant industry. Now, I'll give you a personal example of this. When I was involved in a big exit back in 2017, we had a combination of businesses and they were broadly all in the education space. You could say arguably education technology, but that would be stretching a little bit. When we put that business or that group of businesses out to market, there was a certain value that was deemed possible for the sale of that group. But what we didn't quite appreciate when we first went to market was that there was higher value in an adjacent market, which is more around data and analytics. And what we realized was that the businesses that we had acquired and put together could be repositioned around data and analytics because the information that we were getting in across these broad set of businesses was providing a lot more value up the chain in terms of metrics, driving insights, driving actions. So when we eventually sold that group, which was a 10-figure exit, so it was a big one, we repositioned the whole information memorandum and the story around data. Okay, so that's an example of we had a group of assets, we put them together, we paid a certain amount of money, we had a value. So we were actually creating multiple arbitrage off that initial pitch But when we looked at the market externally and then we repositioned, we were actually going for a bigger multiple. So the same principle applies, buying low, selling high, creating value by the multiplier effect of of these kind of quite strategic moves on that journey, okay? And the third part where you might entertain, if you like, a multiple arbitrage strategy is when you roll a private company into a public one. So... If a public company is trading at, say, 20 times earnings and they, and they buy a small private company for 10 times earnings, the earnings of the latter company automatically trade at 20 times as part of the whole entity, given that the transaction is small enough not to be scrutinized by itself. Okay, now I'll just repeat what I meant there. So if a bigger company's got higher value and you can bring the smaller company in, you are going to, just by simply bringing them together, the value of the bigger company is increasing. So you are going to get a a transformational increase in this time, in this case, 10 times the value increase just by bringing that entity together. Okay. So these are all strategies. Now I said at the very beginning of this, it's a simple concept. It's not complex. You know, you need to understand it. That is all true. I am now going to break this down into, let's call it more layman's terms so you can get it because I know a lot of you out there are small to medium sized business owners and you want to understand the practicalities of this but as I said if you want to sell your business one day or you want to create wealth which I know a lot of you do and you want to create wealth from buying and selling businesses this is the concept so you need to understand it okay so let's have a think about your business for a second so for easy numbers let's just say that um, you have a business and you sell that business for $10 million, okay, and you reinvest half of that, okay? So you will have $5 million in your pocket to keep things nice and simple, and you'll have $5 million that goes into a new business venture, okay? So one of the things I want to get across, and people ask me this all the time, is that you don't have to retire when you sell your business, okay? There is a life beyond an exit, 
okay? And sometimes that life can be even more compelling and more impactful than what you were doing when you were stuck running your business, okay? Now, you could, if you chose to, move to the Bahamas and sip margaritas on the beach all day if you want to. It's totally up to you. But as I said, there's nothing preventing you from getting right back in the game. But think of it this way. If you've sold your business and you've got the five million in your pocket and you're going to go and invest the other five, you're not starting from scratch. You have a boatload of money from the exit that you've just completed. You have lots of different experience, skills, connections that you didn't have for the startup of your original business. So think of it this way. Imagine if you could start your life over knowing everything that you know now. Much easier to succeed when you've already made the mistakes and you know the path to success. Okay, still with me? Right, so let's imagine now that the new business that you invested in, right, three years later, sells for another 10x multiple. Okay, so if you think about it, you've already sold your business for 10 million, you've pocketed five, you've invested in another business that sold for 10 times, you've just created for yourself two separate liquidity events, two separate points of wealth creation, quite honestly, probably driving more generational wealth than you've ever anticipated. Okay, what have I done there? What have I done? I've created a great business and I've sold it. Okay, I've then taken the investment from that business. Half of it I've gone and spent on whatever I want to spend it on. The other half I've invested again and then I've created another exit with another high multiple. And if you think about how this all works, remember when we talk about multiples, we're talking about the multiple of profit over a percentage of time. So if I buy a business for 10 times profit, that's 10 years of profit, 10 years of profit in one transaction. Now, if I do that again, if I sell a business in three years' time for 10x again, that's 20 years of profit in one transaction, okay? So I often say to people, you realize here that you can make 10, 15 years of of profit in a day if you understand the concept of multiple arbitrage, all right? That's why there are more millionaires and billionaires created from the world of private equity than any other entity, simply because they understand the effect of what happens when you compound both businesses and multiples over time. But that time frame is much shorter than just simply running your business forever, taking an annual profit. Okay, so just to finish this point, If you have a business and it's making a lot of money per year, that's great, okay? No judgment on that, perfect. However, if you can sell that business and get 10 to 15 times that profit in a day and then you take half of that and reinvest it and get the same result again in, say, three years' time, you have effectively created somewhere like 25 to 30 years of profit in the space of 36 months, okay? That is what we do in private equity, And that is the concept that is underpinned by multiple arbitrage. I hope this was useful today. Like always, when I put an episode like this out, it often opens up more questions. If you have more questions or if you want me to go deeper into the topic, then please reach out. As I always say, be grateful, be brave, have faith and show up. Bye for now. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Scale Up with Nick Bradley. If you enjoy the show just as much as I enjoy creating it for you, then I'd really appreciate you leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And while you're there, why not subscribe to the channel so you never miss a future episode? It really helps me, it helps the show, 
Plus, it makes it easier for others to access the content that I'm producing week in and week out. And finally, if you want more information about anything you heard in today's show or to find out how you can get more help in scaling up your business and your life, click the link in the show notes now to learn about our coaching, mentoring, and mastermind programs. See you soon.